You're tuning in to Stellar Cycles, hosted by Alina Salza and Eva Brown. Join us weekly as we delve into the science, spirituality, and cultural significance of our feminine cycles. Get ready to align with your natural rhythms, take charge of your patterns, and embrace a holistic approach to feminine wellness. All systems go? All systems are go. We are at episode 25. Ah! This one is titled The D Word, and no, it's not the D you're thinking of. Well, this one, it's all about the various forms of vaginal discharge, not usually a welcome topic for most. Yeah, but for us. But for us, yeah, we don't really mind talking about it, so... So this is going to be our episode today. Our goal, of course, for this episode is to help add to your knowledge by focusing on one of the best ways your body sends you signals and information, discharge. From color to texture to scent, nature reminds us how intelligent it is because each of those means something. We're not sure why people are uncomfy talking about it. They just are. So allow us to take you into the WAP world and infuse you with some knowledge you might need someday. I don't know. This is How do my you like that? favorite introduction is it? that we've ever had. To date? Okay, yeah, wow. Well, the WAP just sums it up for me. All right. <laughs> Give us some updates, Eva. How's everything going for you? I can't it's August. This year has flown. I've never been more proud of a year. I feel like this is the year where all of my visions have accumulated together. Now everything's so great, but I can't believe it's August. It's Leo time of the month. Are you excited for that? It is I'm my excited season. for your birthday. I know that's my updates. Mm-hmm. So we love the Leo updates. energy. Oh, did I take your update? It's no, I'm no, excited. you didn't. No, you can be excited for Leo season, but that's just Leo like you know, season. that's such a big part of my updates. So many of my best friends are Leos. Yeah, you, Marisol, I have like a ton of other guy friends that are Leos. Sam, oh my Sam's gosh. a Leo. My I husband's have, a Leo. Yep, I have mm-hmm. all these Leos in my life. Updates for me. Well, the move has been great. I order all the furniture in. It's just the boxes are sitting there waiting for a contractor to come and piece it together because I don't have time to do these things myself. Now I look at everything and I look at how much I charge and bill for an hour and how much I can pay someone to do that for me. I'm like, it's better for them to do it. So I have that capacity to put towards work and businesses and life. I think something that doesn't get enough emphasis is that life doesn't stop for you when you move. Like you're moving, (laughs) all of your stuff is Lord knows where. You're like, do I have this food item? Do I not? You're ordering something. Then you find it two minutes later. When you're a real adult with a real job, you literally just have to figure out how to continue juggling everything that you already have going on. But also being in a new place, Mm -hmm. in a new space with all of your belongings in completely new cabinets and shelves and closets and things. We just had an event over the weekend and we were looking for a stellar cycles neon sign and just today i found it behind the tv we weren't able to take it with us but next event yeah keep going eva what else do you have for (laughs) us but that's exactly how i feel and and the event was amazing i'm so happy that was amazing it Mm -hmm. was so cool to bring all the girls together Mm -hmm. and have a cool vibe 
we wrapped up our mm-hmm. photo shoot event. You guys are going to be catching all the reels and the pictures. Yes, on our everything's going to be on Instagram. We have so many powerful girls there. Some that are church leaders and Christian leaders. Some they have a book club here. We had spa owners, esthetician, Russian manicure girl, yes. and a whole bunch of other people. Fitness queens. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool to bring them all together. Skincare. Yes, and Joyous did a phenomenal job. Oh my yes, Joyous does. as a a photographer yes yes she really did and you guys have seen her background now on our instagram if you haven't been on there please go catch her reel where she shares more about herself Mm -hmm. but she has a very like wide breadth of talents especially going to school for film and visual and audio so it was really cool to see her coach people on the posing and i felt like we looked beautiful in our pictures i think so too and more so than that it was just i didn't feel nervous you know what i mean there's just nothing to feel nervous about and that was kind of the best part of it so good so we can't wait to do more Mm -hmm. and i'll just leave my updates with that and let you get into yours the move it's been it's been good but it still doesn't feel completely settled i'm still selling some things we're still looking for some things the job has been going well the teaching job with the students i've been just helping them out in their lab twice a week in the evenings you know just showing them their way around the ultrasound machine kind of helping them optimize their images and answering any sort of questions i think i'm gonna help them do a boards review prep because they're all nervous for their board exams i have all these you know workbooks and stuff so we're gonna be doing that cute i'm also in my thickness era in my luteal phase it was a little more so for sure but still i'm like a good like significantly higher weight than i was in my not doing well phase not eating the right things not eating enough mm-hmm. so i'm really glad to be out of the bushes on that one because i really was like that was a am year i ever goal. yeah years. that was like a year or two sometimes even three Mm -hmm. uh, who knows maybe even four (laughs) but yes like eva said it is my birthday month we're heading into leo well we are already in leo season i really don't have any birthday plans i'm just gonna see what happens i guess (laughs) would you like a surprise party or anything like well it's not a surprise party if you ask me if i would like a surprise party well maybe on the third year that i know you will be a surprise party but you gotta leave room for me to get to know all the depths so yeah. it starts with this. You know, is that something you're into? Let's do the surprise party next year because I, <laughs> I'm like we're planning my surprise party. That's it's a Leo and a Capricorn. If you have one, no, well, because this year we have so much stuff that we're putting together. We have the webinar. We have you know the next event that we're planning, and it's all very exciting. And I just I just want to experience my birthday at the yeah. vacation spot that me and Sam will be at, oh, and that's it. Good. That's all you need. Yeah, you need as long as as long as you like text me the day of and are like, "Hey, happy birthday." That'd be great. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Eva's not a great texter, you guys. No, the worst. <laughs> no, but for your birthday, you'll probably get a phone call. Oh my gosh, please! Hey, so I'll see you no. in person. I'm yeah, sure. no, we'll definitely do something around here for my birthday, like oh. in Little Italy, because it'll be a weekday. We'll That's something. the thing is, when you have a weekday birthday, you can't expect people to really show up in the Ooh, same you expect way. Expect me to. I prefer <laughs> to do things on the weekdays. 
as we all know, I like to work on the weekends mm-hmm. and do stuff on the weekdays. Yeah. Same. I've actually started flipping into that a little more. The best. You save so much time mm-hmm. from traffic and all that. So I can't wait. Exactly. To take you. We're going to have mm-hmm. an empty restaurant. Take the best photos. <laughs> do we want to launch into our conversation? We do. We do. So some of you might mm-hmm. be thinking, ew, why do we have to talk about this? You might be a little grossed out. I know I was when I was in high school and college. But hey, now we're moving into new times where we're in touch with our body. We are looking for ways to be more aware and to tune into ourselves. So we're going to start with the most important receipt that you have, which is your discharge from your body. It's going to tell you so many things, how you're feeling, how did you eat the past month, what period of your cycle are you actually in? You can tell all of this by your discharge. You really don't have to pay that close attention, but it's just another fun way and a clever way for you to use the knowledge that your body is communicating with you. It's just another tool in the toolbox to align us and to let us know how we should continue our healthy journey. It can help you get medical help if you need it. It's your first sign to tell you if something's up or if your body's working at an optimal level. Exactly. So if something's off with your discharge, then you know something's off with your body. So let's just go a little deeper. What is vaginal discharge? What is it made out of? So it's also known as cervical fluid. So for those of you that are watching on the video, I'm holding up a little light bulb just to kind of represent the uterus. This silver part at the bottom is going to be our cervix. So that's the muscle at the very, very bottom of the uterus that essentially keeps it closed and keeps it closed during your entire pregnancy until it opens and lets you give birth to your baby. When you're not pregnant, the cervix creates something called cervical fluid. A lot of the times, that's part of what you see in vaginal discharge. So cervical fluid is a combination of cells that have been shed from your vaginal walls, some healthy bacteria, because we all know that there's a balance of good bacteria and bad bacteria in your vaginal canal. That's also part of the cervical fluid and also just the fluid that is made by the cervix itself. So those are all the things that compose vaginal vaginal discharge. The vaginal discharge, what it does is it helps the vagina stay moist, helps it stay healthy, free of infection. So a healthy discharge is going to look white, light yellow, and have a mild salty odor. So it's not going to smell like anything crazy. It's not going to be completely repungent. And that's how you know that you're cruising. Nothing too bad is going on. Just normal. Like the ocean. Just kind of like the ocean, salty, you know, like just salty is not a bad smell. So that's going to be your vaginal discharge. I'm going to help you guys differentiate that from cervical mucus. Those are two different things. So cervical mucus can be part of vaginal discharge, but cervical mucus itself, it's the sticky blob that sits right here at the bottom of your uterus where the cervix is. And that's what people say to pull out when you're ovulating to see if it's sticky and has that egg-like consistency. Mm. Yeah. So when you do that, do you like reach all the way up yes. there and then like kind of with two fingers exactly. pinch a little bit? Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Two fingers can fit all the way up there like that? I don't do that. Mm-mm. I haven't tried it, I, but no. I will now but, that we're talking about it. But I hear it. that people do it, you know, like yeah. that's the only way to know for sure if you're really, if you're in your fertile your phase. Your really fertile because mm-hmm. if you don't have that the mucus, mucus to help trap the sperm. If you pull it out and it's not really anything, mm-hmm. that means you're Yeah, not if it's just fertile. kind of like, yeah, just regular, 
Yeah, but if you something. if you reach in there and you pick out a it's it's written as a copious slippery blob at ovulation time. I'm kind of imagining like a like kind of a stringiness mm-hmm. like it pulls out yeah, then you know like that your egg is there, it's mm-hmm. being protected, you're fertile. Yeah, and because the egg is ready, that cervix is creating that trap for the sperm because it, it knows that timing is right. It needs to help the sperm get to the egg. Mm. The cervical fertile mucus, it's something that is stimulated by estrogen. So your ovaries are creating estrogen throughout your cycle. It has that egg white consistency. So we were just talking about clear, transparent, stretchy. Like I said before, the purpose is to help the sperm survive the acidic vagina and get to the egg. So the vagina is much more acidic than sperm or sperm fluid is. So at any other time, sperm are very quick to die off when they're inside a vagina. However, when it's time to get pregnant, the cervical mucus helps it to be protected and encapsulates it from that acidic vaginal fluid. Helps it protect get to the egg. The baby at all protect, costs. protect the chromosomes. <laughs> the way that the Mirena IUD works, and we just had our birth control episode like two episodes ago. The way that the Mirena IUD works to prevent a pregnancy is it helps to cancel out this mucus. So there's no mucus that helps to trap the sperm. So while other birth controls work by suppressing ovulation itself, the Mirena IUD uh, works by suppressing that mucus. So if there's no mucus, Mm -hmm. sperm die off before getting to the egg. I wonder if it makes you less moist, less wet. Because the mucus and the discharge mix together. But the cervical mucus really only happens once a month. Joyce, would you look that up for us if the (laughs) Mirena IUD attributes to vaginal dryness? Now, just checking on your cervical fertile mucus isn't reliable as a solo method of cycle tracking because it can not only occur at ovulation, but at any time that your estrogen is heightened. Mm. So, you know, you might be reaching in there, pulling out this blob of sticky fluid and you're thinking, oh, great, I'm in my fertile phase or, oh, no, I'm in my fertile phase. I need to be careful. But it could also be because you have a condition that has you having high estrogen. Oh, that's so good to know. Yeah. The importance of checking your discharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Joy says that one of the side effects of the Mirena IUD is vaginal dryness. Oh. Awesome. So it just seems like it just dries up the all the lubrication, the plumbing all that's that needed down there. The WAP. The WAP must WAP. persist, the you WAP. guys. Now we're going to go into abnormal instances uh, having to do with vaginal discharge. So, for example, starting with you might not have any fertile mucus at all. For example, you might not be reaching in far enough to grab and pull it from your cervix. Aside from that, you might be having a yeast infection or bacterial vaginosis. So that just means it's time to go see your doctor just give some extra attention to your vaginal microbiome, which means your gut mm-hmm. microbiome as well, because the two are interconnected. And just try to avoid disruptors of good bacteria, which would be antibiotics, mm-hmm. douching. Yes, douching, <laughs> hormonal bad. birth control alters your yes. gut microbiome. And also another thing is that's interesting, like that we just mentioned, is you can see fertile mucus without ovulating based on, you know, higher estrogens or other things like that. Eva, do you want to talk about some cases of abnormal bleeding? So, you know, normal bleeding would be just getting your period once a month, you know, not bleeding too excessively, not bleeding for too long. But, you know, some women, they uh, experience, for instance, bleeding in the middle of their cycle right yeah have you ever no lucky for me no i think 
actually just recently, maybe a few months ago when I was feeling a little bit stressed, taking on too much, I had two periods. Yeah, I had one that came like I was spotting and then two weeks later my regular period came. So this can be common and normal to have light spotting on your ovulation day, but more likely if you have low estrogen and more serious reasons for bleeding mid-cycle would be uterine fibroids, Mm -hmm. endometriosis, pelvic infection, or uterine polyps. Polyps, Polyps. which are just these little nodes and growths that grow inside your uterus. A lot of people experience bleeding after intercourse, and that could be your cervix just repeatedly being tapped by the schlong. It could be from inflammation or infection, which is also could be uncomfy and not good. You know, you want to get to a doctor immediately because the longer that you let an infection or any sort of inflammation go on in your pelvic cavity, the more scarring it produces. So then that affects your ability to get pregnant or anything like that in the future. Wow. It's really Mm -hmm. important to be on top of these things. And another reason that you could be bleeding after intercourse could be from cervical polyps or endometriosis. So maybe those could be getting exacerbated during intercourse mm-hmm. or endometriosis is when you have tissue that is your uterine lining. So your uterus is a muscle. Then within the in- very inside, which is the endometrium, the part that falls out every month when you bleed, that's a very specific tissue of uterine lining. What happens to people who have endometriosis is this uterine lining tissue is found to be growing outside of the uterus. So it might be growing on their ovaries, might be growing on the outside of their uterus, might be growing on their rectal walls. A lot of the times people have to get surgery and that might not even help. Wow. And what about premenstrual bleeding? So A lot of us might even start our periods with like dark colors spotting one to two days prior to period. That's very normal. That just means that that's the old leftover period from your old cycle that's still kind of making it out. A lot of the times when you have dark colored spotting, it just means that it's a slower flow so that those blood cells On their way out, they have time to oxidize, which means that they make contact with the oxygen, with the air, and that turns them darker. Mm. So that's what a darker discharge means. But anything longer than two days is actually a sign of dropping progesterone. Remember, guys, we want our progesterone to be nice and high because number one, it means that you're ovulating. And number two, it means you have enough of the hormone to get you through that second half of the month, that luteal phase. Wow. That's yeah. so good to know. Any mm-hmm. day after two days, yeah. You know, if you if you have just- a bit darker, yeah. So one to two days is fine. It just means you know it's the slower mm-hmm. moving blood. Anything longer than that, get your progesterone checked out. Nice. And we will have this graphic for you guys to help you decode your discharge. But right now we're just going to read it off. Like we said, blood red or dried brown, it's very common during menstruation. These colors might range from cherry red at the beginning of your period to rusty brown. But if you see red throughout the month, it could be a sign of an underlying health condition like an infection. So if you're having mid-cycle bleeding like we talked earlier, get that checked out. Eva, what about a cream to milky white? A variety of white shades of discharge. It'll look anywhere from an eggshell to a cream color. And unless your discharge is accompanied by certain textures or smells, mm-hmm. 
Don't worry too much. Yep. I see this one a lot. Not luteal because luteal phase, like you definitely start getting a little more dry, but probably follicular leading up to ovulatory. Now, pale yellow to neon green, that is a no-fly zone. If you're experiencing this, get to a doctor, get to urgent care, get to an emergency room as soon as possible because especially if it's green, it'll be accompanied by a really strong scent and that could be an infection. Very light yellow, it's common, but a lot of the bad ones that I'm talking about is like daffodil yellow. Or if it's green, like chartreuse, lime green. I'm getting way too descriptive with these colors, you guys. But any of these colors, it's usually a sign of an infection. What you eat can also affect the color of your discharge, although I've never had that really happen to me. Have you? Mm-mm. No? Never. What about like a blush range to deep pink? the pinks this is often just a sign of the beginning of Mm -hmm. your cycle but at other times it can be a sign of a serious health problem Mm -hmm. some people who are experiencing light bleeding after penetration with fingers a sex toy or a schlong Mm -hmm. as lena would like to say (laughs) can result in a pink discharge so completely normal for the most part but Mm -hmm. if you see it ongoing get Mm -hmm. it checked out Of course, clear discharge most of the time is usually okay. That egg white consistency is going to be your mid-cycle cervical fertile mucus. And it's also the go-to discharge that the healthy body expels to rebalance itself. So it's kind of like that self-cleaning fluid. Oh, I love that. Which is pretty amazing. And there's a storm cloud gray. Oh, gray um, isn't good. And I actually didn't know that that was a color Mm. that could be made. And when white turns to gray, like storm clouds or exhaust, (laughs) consult a doctor or healthcare professional right away. Mm -hmm. It could be a sign of a bacterial vaginosis known as BV, which is a common overgrowth of bacteria in in your vagina. Mm-hmm. And your clinician will likely prescribe antibacterial ointments or oral antibiotics. Mm-hmm. If you're having to take antibiotics, you will also probably want to take a probiotic at the same time mm-hmm. just to not kill off all of the good bacteria that you have remember did we talk about the boric acid situation where i feel like it might have shifted my period for like a week oh right remember so definitely be careful don't use honestly if you're having these infections very close together number one take a look at your sex life because you might not be having the best of practices Just because, number one, that's kind of the way that it can spread. Mm -hmm. Number two, go to the doctor, try to figure out the root cause because it's not always, you know, your sexual life or tendencies or activities, but it can also be your lifestyle that maybe you are spending a lot of time in wet swimsuits. Your vagina is never getting to rebalance the right pH and this and that. Mm -hmm. So definitely look at what you could be doing to minimize any discomfort. There's a variety of healthier things that you could use to help rebalance and kill off the bad bacteria. I've used the honey pot, the boric acid suppositories before. But like I said, it could throw off your cycle. Just beware. Always consult with a doctor before doing any of this. Just try to figure out what your condition is and what's going on. And always remember that the vagina is a self-cleaning machine. It doesn't really need all these soaps and wipes (laughs) and fragrances and crazy things like that. If there's a smell that's off, it just means something's off in your body and it'll Mm -hmm. probably get right within a few days if you just change a few things here and there exactly and if you guys would like to learn more about your hormones and your body and how that shows up for your 
physical self, but also in your mental health and in your day-to-day life. We are hosting a webinar, which will be launching this month. And Mm -hmm. you guys can check it out on the landing page. And that's it. So we will see you guys in the next episode. And we're just so excited that this month we are getting YouTube and visual up for you. We know that people have been asking for a long time. So trust us, we are working on it. And we will see you in episode 26. Blast off. Blast off. (laughs) This show is intended for inspiration and entertainment and is not meant to replace your physician's medical advice. Content by Alina and Eva. Produced by Joyce Heron. You can find more on our Instagram at Stellar Cycles Pod. Thanks for joining us on this stellar journey. See you next time.